You're listening to the Up In Your Business Podcast, episode 008. On this show, I'm going to talk about furthering your career by connecting you with value, generosity, and authenticity, because I believe that stuff still matters. People rarely remember what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel. Welcome to the Up In Your Business Podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson. Well, hello, hello. I am your host, Angus Nelson, and I am so glad you're here today. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Um, I am not going to be interviewing a guest as much as I'm going to be sharing with you uh, some of what I do. And I wanted to start that off uh, on this first podcast with something I thought was just super practical, super um, actionable and uh, gave you an opportunity to uh, further yourself uh, by connecting with people. And so um, I want to start first by uh, just giving a shout out to the people of Canada. Uh, I went through the rate and reviews on iTunes, and I didn't know this until just recently that iTunes really only shows you in the States people who have given you reviews from the U.S. But I got some notes from some people who were from out of the country, who said, yeah, I left a review. And I'm like scratching my head. Where is this? And then I found out that there were other websites that you could go to to find out your international uh, reviews. And I want to read a couple of them off to you. Um, I want to say thank you to Valerie. She has a, uh, I don't know if it's a company or perhaps another podcast called Be More Spontaneous. Valerie says, straight out of the gate, Angus is delivering great content insightful review interviews and a worthwhile introspection he's inspirational looking forward to what's to come uh, thank you so much valerie um and then from medasiak uh, he says excellent uh, great start and great content friend the interviews share real life experiences with both the good and the bad straight up talk uh, with easy flow well done thank you m dasiak and then and last one here uh, says, Super Show. This is coming from Aditya underscore J, I believe it is. And uh, Aditya says, I really like the show with Chris Brogan about billionaire mindset. It's so important to have an abundance mindset and not a scarcity mindset. I also learned the important, uh, importance of taking action and not waiting for the perfect product. Thanks. Well, thank you, Aditya. Um, I'm so thankful for uh, these great reviews. Um, I'm really doing my best to try and bring you uh, great content and things that I really believe that are going to help you become your most effective self. And that starts 
with becoming self-aware. And I believe leadership has kind of gone awry and failed us, especially, you know, looking at some of the systems that are in place, whether you look at, um, you know, politics, you look at education, you look at business. It seems many times that the people who rise to power are people who are really good at uh, showing off charisma and networking and politicking, um, but not necessarily um, from a place where I believe is genuine, authentic, and real. Um, It's based many times on just trying to say what they think other people want to hear rather than actual genuine concern and inspiring movements. And so um, in that same kind of vein, I want to talk to you about uh, what most people call networking. And that term alone, uh, it, to me, is just kind of a little bristly um, because I believe networking sometimes just sounds like an excuse to get out of the office or uh, throw a party. And yet networking, I believe, is a critical component um, to furthering your career. I believe it significantly impacts um, your career by who you know and, more importantly, the value that you offer. And so, therefore, networking to me is more about connection And I mean that in every sense of the word, uh, more than it is just networking. In other words, it's not just about having a volume of people that you know, as much as it's having people that feel known. Do you understand the difference? People want to be known. And that's where I believe you can make a significant difference in how you live your life based on a place that um, is far more powerful. You see, I've observed lots of people who schmooze others only to get what they want. They can be friends for a season. They can butter you up and make you feel all wonderful just so they can get you to sign the dotted line on a contract, on a sale, on a, you know, what have you. That is a very short-term uh, energy. And I like to call that manipulation. <laughs> it's nothing more than that. It's just manipulation, just flat out. Just schmoozing someone to get what you want is a terrible, terrible practice. And yet people do it all the time. Obviously, they're not going to call it manipulation, um, but there's just something, a, a quality about it that just is not sincere. However, when you connect with people, from a place of humility, from a place of generosity, a place of gratitude, a place of servanthood. Well, that becomes something altogether different. And from that place, really great and tremendous things can happen. And this is what I like to call multiplication because it has a long-term effect. The power of people that you cause to feel known will cheer you on, will embrace you, will help you during the tough times, will uh, get you ahead emotionally, uh, personally, and even professionally. And, you know, it's kind of like um, if any of you are in the marketing background, you know that branding um, is about something that's not what you say about you or your product. But true branding is about what others say about you and your product. And I think at the end of the day, what do people say about you? 
that's what I want to kind of help you navigate uh, today. And I hope that I've gotten you a little interested in something that may at first seem um, a little practical and maybe even a little mundane, um, but I'm going to show you how to turn it into something really powerful. And for me, what I've come to find in the, just the last couple of years is that um, I do a lot of things that come very natural to me because they're part of my wheelhouse. They're part of how I'm wired and how I was created. Um, but there's other people who struggle in some of those areas, and I've just recently realized that I can break those things down, kind of reverse engineer myself, and give people the tools to help them succeed while they're discovering their own self. And so that's what I want to do for you today. So let's jump into this. Um, I want to start um, with super practical for connecting and networking typically takes place at events, whether they be um, a social event, a holiday event, a conference, uh, or even I go to South by Southwest uh, uh, interactive conference every year, which is a whole nother, um, a whole lot of mess. Um, all of these different events, um, the first thing I would say to you is that if, if you drink, the key is not to over drink. You want to be um, present, right, when you're with people. And so a couple of tips for you. Um, if you're going to drink, drink the same liquor all night long. Don't mix it up. Remember the phrase. Again, this sounds really funny. You know, liquor before um, uh, beer and you're in the clear. Beer before liquor and you're never sicker. Um, and in that same vein, um, try and drink a glass of water. Start off the night with water. Have a cocktail or a, um, you know another beverage, um, then go back to water, and then go back to your cocktail, and that's about it. Like two drinks is pretty cool. If you want to look like you're drinking, and maybe that's you know some kind of a important thing to you as far as appearance, and you don't want to look like you know you you can't hold it together or something, here's a great little tip: ask for a glass of tonic water or Sprite, and ask them to throw in a lime. Especially if it's a clear glass, no one's going to know the difference. So if your pride's on the line, your ego's on the line, there's a great little nugget for you. Second, always dress one step above where you think the dress code is for that particular event. It's something that's really critical, um, I think, for being you know, seen as someone who is of value or see someone who's respectable or, um, or convincing, what have you. Um, if you're dressed too, you know, low on that uh, spectrum, um, it, you, it's hard for you to be credible. But if you dress too above, um, sometimes it's also seen as not very credible. It seems like you're trying to prove something. So I always recommend you just dress one step above where you think the code is. In other words, it shows like you're trying uh, to be respectable without trying to be ridiculous. Um, here's another token too. When you get to an event, find the host and approach them, introduce yourself and say, thank you. And then ask, is there anything I can do to help? Now that may sound kind of silly, you know, on a small event that sounds like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, help, you know, serve drinks or put out some hors d'oeuvres, especially if you're there early, you know, that kind of stuff can make sense. Uh, bigger events, maybe it doesn't make sense to you, but l let me show you something it's about the heart. 
And it's about the attitude that you bring to a relationship. And when you ask to help, oftentimes what you'll find is the host will take notice of you. And throughout the night, you may make eye contact with them and they may make introductions for you and say, hey, can you come over here? I want you to meet somebody. And if they ask you for help, do it, whatever that might be. Don't be too proud to, you know, go scrub a toilet or grab some Windex and and some paper towel and go wipe off a mirror. Um, do what you can to help the party be a success. If maybe it seems a little dry and, and people need to make introductions, introduce yourself to someone and then introduce that someone to another one. Help navigate that party to make it as successful as possible for the host and you'd be amazed at what can come of it. So that's the super practical stuff um, I want to share with you. Um, now let me get on to some of the active parts of being um, engaging. First off, eye contact. When you meet someone, um, sometimes especially if you feel like you're meeting someone who might be in a different role than you, higher up, and we've talked about this before on other podcasts, um, in some of the interviews about imposter syndrome, and sometimes you can feel a little intimidated. But I'll tell you what, every person at a party um, can feel a little bit of apprehension. Um, and sometimes if you just look at someone uh, in the eye with a smile in your eyes, and that's kind of an intangible, but you can do it in a mirror if you just practice. Learn how to just smile with your eyes. Hi, how are you? It's, I'm so glad to meet you. Those kind of mindsets as you're approaching someone, keep it very optimistic and keep it in expectation of good things. And as such, your face will reflect those same mindsets. When you shake their hands, give them a firm but a cordial handshake. Don't go in there and squeeze the heck out of their hand. That, that's some type A dominance kind of role, and that nonverbal says something about you. At the same time, don't give someone the limp, you know, dead fish handshake. Man, if you give a dead handshake, that says something about you. Just give a, a slightly firm but very cordial handshake. You know, and if you really want to break it down, you know, a good handshake is like the two up and down, maybe three up and down, but that's about it. Don't go in there and rattle their cage, you know, and, and you shake it up, you know, their hand, you know, a little too intensely. Keep it cool and smile. And here's the thing about smiles. Smiles come from the inside, not with your, your facial muscle, muscles, but from your heart muscles. Smile and be glad to be there. And when you meet somebody, you don't want to just say, hi, it's nice to meet you. No one really wants to feel like someone meeting them is nice. I mean, when someone looks at your clothes or looks at your hair or looks at your uh, beard or you know, something like that, they don't want you to say, well, that looks nice. What's far more powerful is say, man, it is great to meet you. Or I am so excited to meet you. And this has to fit your personality. Don't oversell it. Don't be inauthentic. Be your authentic self and say something that feels right for you. But make it something a little more intentional, not just nice to meet you. Then plant your feet as you're talking to this individual. And what that means is don't rock back and forth. Um, you don't want to um, be in full movement because that shows on a nonverbal scale, 
It can show nervousness. It can show um, insecurity. It can show um, you're anxious to get to the next person. In other words, this person you're specifically talking to isn't important enough to carry your attention. And that always feels yucky. Next is don't put your hands on your hips and don't cross your arms. These are nonverbals. If you put your hands on your hips, it's a, a, an action of dominance. And there's some psychology behind that, especially with planted feet. It basically says you're a fortified wall. The opposite of that is when you cross your arms. When you cross your arms, you're hiding something or you're protecting something. And this nonverbal keeps someone from feeling more open to talk with you than they, than they should. So those nonverbal stances um, can be um, softened by placing one hand in your pocket. Um, for ladies, you could put one hand on your hip, but don't shoot your hip out because then that looks a little uh, flirty or a little cocky. You don't want to do that. But you just want to look in a soft and welcoming position. So look casual. Never look at your phone. I don't care if you're expecting a call. If you're expecting a call, then you wait outside until you get that call. But don't be expecting a call while you're meeting people. It can be rude. It can be, again, um, an appearance that the person you're looking to isn't important to you. In other words, you're not showing value for them. Another thing is don't wander from the conversation either with your mind or your eyes. Stay focused on the person you're talking to. When you talk to someone like they're the only person in the room, man, that's powerful. People engage with that. And again, every one of us want to feel known. So following that, you ask questions. Ask something of that person. And again, don't ask something that's very traditional. Like when you meet somebody, you say, hey, what do you do? Well, hi, Jack. I, da, 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 da. These things are, um, they're, they don't always set the right tone. They're expected. They're cliche for sure, but they don't leave a mark. They don't leave something to be memorable. So I recommend you find, again, something that's comfortable for you, something that's natural. You can ask something more um, about what they do. Not just what they do, but what they're doing. In other words, you could ask, what project are you most proud of right now? What books are you reading? Uh, what do you love about, and then fill in the blank, you know, this party or this city, or what do you love about your company? What do you love about your, your um, you know, f again, fill in the blank according to what's appropriate at the time. And here's why. When you ask those kind of questions, it kind of shocks people out of their, you know, that networking schmoozy, whatever. And it's refreshing. It's really powerful when you just take that little extra step to make it a little more personal. Next, you don't want to spend all night with the same person, nor do you want to spend half the night with the same person. Your objective is to work the room and meet as many people as you can in the most sincerest fashion. So don't uh, feel like you have to completely learn everything about that person. If it's something interesting about them, tell them you're going to follow up 
and say, oh, it is so fantastic to meet you. I am really happy we bumped into each other. Um, can I get your card or can I call you later? Or what would be, what would you prefer? Would you rather I called you? Would you rather I, I sent you an invite? Would you rather that I, uh, catch up with your EA? Um, do something that shows some intention, but at the same time, you're also signaling that the conversation, um, is moving in another direction. Um, everyone at a networking event knows that, we're trying to meet people, so it's not offensive to roll off to the next person if you do it in the right way. So when you get this person's business card, um, one of the things that is really powerful is that if in that moment and in those short you know, time that you've spent with that person, you know whether it is something that you truly want to follow up on. Maybe it's a lead. Maybe it's a, someone that would be interested in your product, or maybe it's someone you're really interested in, in who they are or what they do. Here's a little trick. Bend one of the corners of that business card so that you know that that's someone you want to follow up on. If you have a bad memory and you think you're not going to remember that person, quickly pull out a pen and write on that card something that will jog your memory. The other thing is, if you don't bend the corner, is make sure you have a specific pocket either in your wallet, your purse, or your suit coat, or your pants One pocket is for the people you specifically want to follow up on, and the other pocket is for the people that um, you want to connect with. So one is, you know, leads. One is, um, you know, uh, intentional about future business opportunities, and the other one will just be furthering relationship. So that same night, uh, when you get home or back to your hotel room, before you go to bed, Follow up with those people and send them a quick email, a quick note. This may take you a few minutes, or if you're at a big party, it may take you an hour. Be cognitive of the fact that you're going to intend to do this at the end of the night. And here's why it's important. You want to do it while it's fresh in your mind. In addition, you want to make sure that you're prompt and that shows value. It shows importance that you stopped what you're doing as quickly as you could to follow up. And again, each one will be different. If it's someone that's following up a lead, you're going to be a little more intentional than someone who you're following up with a relationship. So those are, um, you know, two different things. Both of them are based from the same sincerity and the same authenticity, um, but from a different level of engagement. And when you send that follow-up email, follow that up with a LinkedIn um, con- uh, connect. Invite them to connect on LinkedIn. Because that's a very powerful place. Rarely do people connect over resumes anymore in this day and age. They connect over LinkedIn. It's a digital age. So you want to maximize your LinkedIn profile as much as possible. That's a whole nother conversation. So let me help you with that follow-up. When you send somebody a note, an email, or a card, a handwritten card is fantastic. You can always do that to the host of the event if you know that person or you want to congratulate them on throwing such a great party. That's super cool. However, the topic today about connecting with some of the people that you're meeting and you're networking with, you want to say first, thank you for your time. Second, you want to validate the person or the con- and or the conversation. And that can look like this. Hey, when we talked and you said X, it made me think Y. Or when you said X, 
I'm so grateful you reminded me of why. Fill in the blank. In other words, you want to validate the things that they said in the conversation and how it applied to your life. In other words, you're validating them as someone who meant something to you. And in your conversations, most people, if you'll take the time to be authentic with them, you'll find that they will reciprocate authenticity as well. It can be even something as simple as their favorite football team or something about you know, um, their kids. And you could say, hey, good luck to so-and-so. Or I hope you have a great vacation in fill-in-the-blank. Whatever they may have shared with you, bring that back in the conversation and that validates the conversation that you had and the person you had it with. The next thing is offer value. Lastly, before I let you go, I wanted to let you know I, uh, I was thinking about our conversation and I found this article. Or, hey, lastly, um, I thought you'd appreciate this. And offer them something, a PDF, a slide share deck, um, something that isn't necessarily a salesy thing from your company or your, you know, what you're doing as much as it is something that actually offers value to them. Now, if your company has, you know, some product or something that you think really does fit the conversation, then cool, that, you know, go ahead and offer that. But I hope you just hear my heart on this is it's more about giving them something that is meaningful, that shows that you're being thoughtful. That's really important. And here's why. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And you may have heard that phrase before, but I want you to let that sink in. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if we back up, when you're talking to people, here's something that you can consider. That you're asking more questions than you're talking. You're taking time to listen than you are to speak. Here's the second piece to this. People rarely remember what you say. They always remember how you made them feel. You know, of all the speakers you've heard in your life, whether it be from a conference, whether it be from work, whether it be from, you know, a church or faith or politics, like how many of those speeches do you actually really remember versus how many you've attended or how much time you sat in a seat listening? Very little, unless you've got some amazing memory. However, for whatever reason, we always remember those moments for how they made us feel. We can say, man, that guy's a great speaker. Man, that guy is really motivational. That, that woman, man, she really inspired me. We remember how people make us feel more than remember what they say. So let me kind of encapsulate all of this for you again. You want to be present, be unique, be cordial, be interested. And here's a nugget I didn't cover. Be positive. Don't ever have conversations say, oh, this food. Oh, can you believe this drinks? Oh, can you believe they threw this party on a night before X? Like, always keep it positive. 
And the last bit, be succinct. If you do these things, you'll find much success in the connections that you make. But I'm going to underscore all of it with this simple premise. Be you. Be genuine. Don't try and be some kind of BS artist. Everybody smells that from a mile away. Don't try and be the big shot in the room. Don't try and show off your stuff. Don't try and be loud and gregarious like you're overdoing or overcompensating. That never works. And then in closing, remember this little nugget. He that is short-winded shall be invited back. And so when you're talking with people, make sure that your answers to the questions are succinct. Make sure that your answers are, you know, on topic. Don't get distracted. And again, if you're following some of these principles, you'll find that these will be a natural byproduct. When you're present, you can read their nonverbals. When you're present, you can actually engage in the conversation from a place that's truly involved in what they're saying, and you're not just waiting for them to hush so you can say what you want to say. You're actually there to show value. You're actually there to help. You're actually there to serve. And again, instead of manipulating, now you can multiply. Because from those relationships, people find value in you. Um, you'll find that it will be reciprocated in ways that um, I can't even explain. In my life, the opportunities that have presented themselves have been amazing. And so I want that same for you. And I know coming from this place, good things can happen. So if you like this podcast, I would love if you subscribed. Go ahead and subscribe. There's going to be more stuff to come. I hope all of this has been super helpful for you. Um, again, I know some of it's practical, but it's a great reminder as well as a motivator to be all that you need to be. In addition, I'd really love you to take a moment to go to iTunes and put your own rate and review and let me know um, how I'm doing. Uh, if you'd like more exclusive content, uh, some of the notes that are from what I just presented today uh, will be found on our private Facebook page. I'm actually taking a picture of my uh, moleskin that I just uh, took all these notes on and uh, posting it to a private Facebook group where we can have a private conversation. You can just do a search for Up In Your Business on Facebook and you'll find that and uh, yeah, ask for an invite or, you know, come and request an invite and I'll let you in. Um, and in addition, you can sign up for our mailing list uh, or um, at uh, upinyourbusiness.co. And uh, from there, I'll send you exclusive content of some of the things I'm working on and some of the things that I'm thinking about. Um, and finally, I want to build more podcasts uh, for you that will help you become more self-aware uh, to be successful both in life and in business. In addition, I'm working on some products for 2016 uh, that I believe are going to help you. So my question to you is this. What are some of your biggest challenges right now? You can send me an email at hello at angusnelson.com or find me on social media, uh, Twitter or Facebook, and send me a note and let me know what are some of your biggest challenges because I would love to build products that help you. And with that, um, oh, I am so grateful for you joining us today. 
my hope and my goal here, again, is to build self-aware leaders, people like yourself, to influence your companies, your families, and the world. Thank you so much for taking time to join me today. Go out, have a brilliant week, and be amazing. Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com.